Today on the podcast, I have Jean Ferrer. She's a maritime pilot from Louisiana, and one of her passion projects is reaching out to the younger generation to get them involved in the maritime industry and have them understand what their future could look like with a career on the water. So really excited for her to come back to the show and talk about her lessons learned and help you get at the next generation. Welcome everyone. You are listening to the Women Offshore podcast. This is Ali Cedeno and Christine McMillan. We are both experienced seafarers and at Women Offshore, we are making waves. The Women Offshore Foundation propels women plus into meaningful careers through access to a worldwide community and professional development resources while raising awareness amongst industry leaders and decision makers about issues affecting women on the water. This podcast is an integral part of our mission, and we appreciate you listening in. New episodes of the Women Offshore podcasts are available every Tuesday. Subscribe on whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts on and be in the know about the latest topics related to diversity, equity, and inclusion within the maritime and offshore industries. Thanks for tuning in. We have another great episode for you today. So back on the podcast, we have Captain Jean Ferrer. She is a graduate from the U.S. Merchant Marine Academy, where she graduated in 2006, majoring in logistics and international transportation. If you don't know, she earned the Wave Maker Award last year at Women Offshore. It was a huge honor to give it to her. She possesses a U.S. Naval Reserve Officer Commission, a U.S. Coast Guard Master Unlimited License, and a First Class Pilot License for the Lower Mississippi River. After 10 years on deep-sea cargo and offshore supply vessels, she became a Louisiana Crescent River port pilot. She also oversaw operations as a commissioner for the St. Bernard Port Terminal and Harbor District, active in the Lower Mississippi River Navigation Technical Committee. Jean contributed to the river's 50-foot deepening project by expanding anchorages. Dedicated to mentoring, she supports the next maritime generation through the open waters Louisiana and women offshore. So really excited for her to come back on the podcast and talk about the mentoring aspect and how she's reaching out to the next generation. This is something that is close to my heart. I love going and talking to students, especially the seventh and eighth graders, because they always seem to have the best energy. They're not jaded like some high school students. And so they're really excited about what's to come And because of that, we can talk to them about the maritime industry and plant a seed. So, Jean, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for coming back. Thanks, Allie. I appreciate it. Since we last talked, I have moved uh, into the New Orleans Commission now. So I'm working on uh, actually the Louisiana International Terminal, which will be a larger container terminal here in New Orleans. So exciting times um, being able to use my expertise to expand the port operations. So thanks for having me. You do so much. It's amazing. Thank you. So let's talk about methods and strategies uh, to get at the younger generations, because 
access to information is difficult. A lot of people don't know about the maritime industry. So from your experience and what you're doing going out to events, how can we employ to introduce maritime concepts and careers to students at the elementary, middle, and high school levels? Well, thanks for asking, Allie. The main thing is uh, we have partnered with the nonprofit called RiverWorks Discovery. It's based out of the National River Museum in Dubuque, Iowa, and they tailor to all the river systems in the United States. And through Open Waters Louisiana, which is a nonprofit that the pilots have started uh, to increase diversity within the ranks, we've partnered with RiverWorks and they have an education uh, curriculum that is developed for every aspect of the school system. So um, we have the Children's Museum here and the elementary school kids um, come to the Children's Museum and there's a river table that the kids can play in the water and really understand what container ships do. And they put locks and dams and they can see how the river changes with the current throughout the exhibit. And we basically take a a Play-Doh, a piece of Play-Doh, and we ball it up and we put it in some water to show the kids uh, the, the buoyancy and, and what it does. And we mold the other piece into a ship and then shows how it floats and the distribution of weight and, and that sort of thing. And then we can also teach them about Mickey Mouse hats versus hard hats and the importance of PPE, um, just some life skills, whether they enter the maritime industry or not. But the exposure while they're young is just so important. Um, here in Louisiana in ninth grade, um, you have to decide if you're going to go to college or not. And um, if the choice is not, then you have to pick a pathway. And so having maritime as a pathway in the curriculum system is super, super important and something that we're really starting to develop and cultivate here in Louisiana. That's all really great and brings me to my next question. How can we incorporate maritime studies into the standard school curriculum? You talk about the importance of that. What does that look like on your end? So we go into geography classes regularly and we have a field trip next week at a high school um, and we talk about supply chain and who we are and how we contribute to the world, to the global supply chain and how important our economy really is in the United States to feed the world. So 60% of the world's grain comes from the Mississippi River. And once you realize how complex and efficient the supply chain really is, it really makes you start to appreciate what we live with every day and how we get Air Jordans and Amazon packages. And, you know, middle school students, you know, they don't, getting those Air Jordans is super important. So understanding where they come from and how they get where they want and the things that they need every day is is super relatable. Um, and then when you're in high school, you're just looking for how much money can I make when I get out? You know, how much can you streamline? And really having s- people in the industry who can relate to those students. And we have a crane operator. He's 23, never went to college. And he's, you know, making six figures after five years and climbing. And so just really understanding what those op- what those opportunities are just in your own backyard. A lot of people don't realize, you know, Louisiana has a half half a billion jobs, you know, um, that they contribute to the economy just from the intermodal sector and transportation. And so it's important to, it's everywhere in the United States. I mean, there's so many jobs. So it's important 
um, to expose early and plant the seed. Yeah, I love that. And showing them what their lives could look like a few years down the road is so important, especially if they're not looking to go to college, all those opportunities and ways to make some really good money. So for other companies that are interested in doing this kind of outreach, what advice do you have for them? Like what maritime related events should they go to? How can they leverage or collaborate with um, other organizations? What does that look like? I'd say reach out to Riverworks Discovery. They already have the curriculum set up and become a partner with them. They're expanding. We're in the Port of Pascagoula now. Um, We're going to be expanding um, out into Galveston, Texas area soon. We've had a lot of interest in that. Um, So I definitely, they already have the program essentially set up. We've really tested the waters and realized the career fairs are not, they're not as fruitful as these events um, because we have a lot of interactive stations that the kids take part in, whether that's firefighting, whether that's life ring toss, um, learning where the parts of a cookie come from and every kid gets a, a cookie after, you know, just realizing that just five, six, seven ingredients of a cookie comes from so many different places for you to get this one piece of food um, really amazes kids. And, um, you know, you really get to understand some life skills. We use a watermelon and put a hard hat on it and basically slam a, a sledgehammer on top of it to really Bring bring home the point of like why I love that. <laughs> why, why wearing PP is so important. That's good. Um, and the watermelon smashes everywhere, and the kids really do love it. They they're like, what? You know, it's just the eyes and the the interactive stations are really what drives home what we do every day and why it's so important. And um, so it's just really finding what drives the kids and showing them, you know, what's out there. Kids who are in a career technical pathway, if they're welding, they may not even know that like a marine meld, a, a marine welder makes twenty thousand more dollars than just a regular welder because they didn't know that that job existed. So I think cultivating those uh, relationships and getting in the schools is so important um, because in ninth grade when they choose that they're going to go to college, when eleventh and twelfth grade comes, maybe it's what their parents wanted, or maybe they've changed their mind and they're really not college eligible. So really hitting them on the backside of their eleventh and twelfth grade years to show them that there are other options out there that they can just step foot into a job tomorrow is so important um, because it really opens the door to the whole supply chain. You know, it's just so great what you're doing. I love the the methods that you have and and how you're really getting some hands-on experience with these kids and then talking about the long-term benefits of coming into the industry. And and yeah, you can make more money as a marine welder versus a standard uh, welder. Like this is just such great information One of the things that I know is really important is engaging the workforce to help with these methods and help with getting out to uh, kids and the general public. And there's an added benefit, too, when you engage like a captain or an engineer or someone who's really vocal in the workforce saying, you know, this new generation, they don't they don't you know, work like the previous generation, you know, whatever they're going to say along those lines. And then you say, hey, well, why don't you come help us recruit? Or why don't you help us engage with the younger generation? And then they can come out and they can see the value of 
providing their own experience and, and get to know the younger generations a little bit better. So how do you think we should engage as an industry, our captains, engineers, anyone um, to visit schools and share their experience to inspire that younger generation? What works on your side? When you get in the schools, once you do these field trips and you start really getting to see the kids and the, the change um, in their expressions and just it just changes you and it motivates you to want to cultivate the next generation. And you realize like, you know, I am, I am the old man in the room, so to speak. Um, and so I, I find as the older generation, when you get them on board to come do these field trips and they get to tell their story, everyone in this industry has come from totally different pathways and not two stories are the same. And so, you know, there was a pilot who his dad worked on the railroad and he learned about ships because he was always with his dad at work. And so the dream, the seed got planted, right? And so there's just so many different ways that you can enter the industry and really get that seed planted. And when those older folks um, start to get involved in these types of field trips and industry, these companies should either um, compensate or allow them to do these things um, you know, during their time, because the younger generation always also wants to hear from not necessarily HR representatives, but wants to hear from the boots on the ground, wants to hear how this young crane operator started as a mechanic and went to heavy equipment school and then all paid by the company and then, you know, bought his own house at 23 and is making six figures. I mean, that's just, it really changes the way that these younger kids and students look at life and, you know, are motivated um, to, to want to be better. And when you're at these events, all of industry is at, at a interactive station, so to speak, and they own that station and they're wearing their logo. So they're also, you know, promoting their, their company and what they do and what they specialize in. If you're a barge guy, maybe you're doing line handling. If you're a pilot, you might be doing life ring toss. You know, if you're a safety guy, you may be doing PPE. So it's not just it, we've seen more cultivation of employees from these events than we than they have from career fairs, honestly. So um, it, it's been ch changing our workforce here in Louisiana for a better, diverse, more um, efficient workforce, I'd say, people who want to be in the industry Um so it, it's been it's been changing here and it's it's been great. And industry's also been able to kind of glue together for a purpose. You know, it's not you versus me. It's we're all in this together. And if we all get five or 10 students as future employees, you know, because people used to look at this as a job instead of a career. And I think that's changing the way that we operate. It's not just a job fair. It's a, you know, it, we're cultivating a family environment with a career. So yeah, I love that. So thinking about what happens when you're not there at these events, and the events aren't happening, say, like, what resources do we need the schools to have so that someone who's maybe not the maritime professional is teaching these kids? Does that mean having some books in the curriculum? Does that mean 
showing some documentaries. What other resources are out there when you can't be at a career fair showing these kids like what's going on or or one of the events? So through Riverworks Discovery, they also have uh, curriculum-based presentations that if you wanted to go into a social studies room or it's more of educating the educator. So that's a whole nother facet of this curriculum is actually getting into the school boards and educating the educator. Cause there's a lot of times teachers don't even realize the extent of what we do for a living and how we contribute to what everyone else does um, for their jobs. So it's, it's very important on the educate the educator part too, um, and really driving home the importance. And once they experience these field trips, I had a, an eighth grade social studies teacher yesterday said, can I apply for one of these jobs? I'm about to retire. This is amazing. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it really is life-changing, um, even for educators. So once you get them to these field trips and a lot of times it's either a monetary issue or a logistics issue, but it's really pennies for industry to put towards these events. And really, um, it, it, it's fruitful at the end of the day. Yeah, that's great. Thanks so much, John, for coming on the podcast. Anything else you want to share with us? No, just look up Riverworks Discovery. Um, I am on the advisory board um, as a Louisiana representative, but uh, it's a great organization. It's not just about um, the Mississippi River anymore. We're branching out and um, we'd love to get you as a partner and come to school near you because the workforce is uh, killing for people. And uh, we'd love to cultivate people with that are interested and want to be in our industry. So because this is our future generation. So thanks, Allie, for having me. And I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about the importance of students in the curriculum and exposure to what we do every day in the maritime industry. Yeah, I love it. Thanks so much for everything that you do. You do a lot in different facets. And I'm just amazed to hear every time I speak to you something else that you're up to. So thanks for everything that you do for the maritime industry. Keep it up and let us know how we can support you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. Come back next Tuesday for another new episode. If you want to propel women offshore forward, visit womenoffshore.shop. Make a donation or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there and we will talk to you soon.